0: Welcome to livealittlehigher.com this week we read parasha by Abraham, which is the parasha in which god sends the seven first plagues to Mitzrayim. Uh, so Pharaoh will let it, the jewish people go out of egypt and um, we come to ask ourselves a question like really jewish people they were 210 years slaves in egypt they went through tremendous suffering uh, it was horrendous what they had to go through and it was a very very long time and also we see throughout history the amount of suffering that there is in the world and there's the biggest question ever is why do the righteous people suffer so many philosophers have, to try, have tried to answer this question and uh, this parasha really gives some light into it Uh, We can never come to really understand fully why Hashem made the world how He made it. It's really uh, His ways are not our ways and we're finite people trying to understand infinitude. But what we can understand is that everything that God does for us really comes from a very good place. Uh, He has uh, our best interests at heart and He's always thinking about our benefit. And um, in this parasha, It says, I will take you out from under the burden and the pain that was inflicted by the Mitzrayim, and I will rescue you from serving Mitzrayim, Egypt. So it's a promise from God that he will take us out of Mitzrayim. And Mitzrayim really means contraction. In this case, we're talking about Egypt. It's given this name, Mitzrayim, because it's like a narrow place. And um, But in reality, Jewish people are still in Mitzrayim. We never came out of it. Uh, until Mashiach doesn't come, we're in Galut, we're in in, in, uh, in exile. And this is the first exile of the Jewish people. So we see here, That Hashem, the first thing that we see in the Torah is that Hashem really has a promise to us. He promises us that he's going to take us out of it. And this has been the source of tremendous hope for the Jewish people. I think this is what keeps us going. And and we haven't disappeared from this planet, from this world, from planet Earth, because... Really, we have this, this animanim. We believe that Mashiach will come and a day will come in which everything is gonna be peace and love. There's not gonna be any suffering anymore, no more sickness, no more uh, poor people, sick people and, and suffering anymore. It's gonna, it's gonna go away. So this, this belief, this really, because it's in our DNA, this belief that one day Hashem will redeem us from all suffering, either collective or personal suffering, is what has given the Jewish people really the strength to continue to not only continue and survive, but to flourish Uh, after every time they have tried to kill us and disappear us, the Jewish people become stronger and more rooted in their identities. And um, really, if you look at it from that way, Galut, exile has not been a fiasco. It really has strengthened the Jewish people, have made us the people we are. So for that, we have to understand that that this galut that we're reading in this parasha this exile from egypt really represents every exile that the jewish people have experienced and god says i will take you out from under the burden and the pain that was inflicted by mitzrayim and i will rescue you from serving mitzrayim he is actually making a promise a commitment to take us out from egypt from mitzrayim so there's a very interesting aspect in chapter 3 of the healing, in which it says, chapter 3 of the healing says, <clears throat> I want to read it to you. It says, So what it says, this Perek 3 of the healing it says, A song of David as he flees from Absalom his son. So this psalm really is talking about David's um, escape from his son Absalom, who was really trying to kill him. And uh, the interesting thing here, which is the question that the sages ask themselves is, why does King David says me smorled David, a song to David? Why does he start a psalm that is talking about his fleeing death uh, as a song, like a happy thing, instead of saying "Kinale uh, David," which is a lament- lamentation to David, you would think like if your son is trying to kill you, you would be beyond yourself. You wouldn't be praising God. You were, you would really be uh, lamenting. So the sages Hassan, explained uh, with an analogy to a person in debt, a person who is miserable because he owes money and he needs to pay a debt, and and once. Uh, he has paid his debt, he's really happy. So what does this mean? What does this mean? What it means is that it's unnatural for a son to want to go and kill his uh, his father. This is not a natural thing of the world. And King David realizes that this only can come from God. Like if his son is chasing after him to go and get him and go and kill him, this really only can come from Hashem. Such a such a surish, such a, a suffering can only come from God. And when you know that the suffering comes from Hashem, then there's purpose in your suffering. It's not a random thing, it's not something that happens to you just out of nowhere. When you know that there's a purpose behind it, then you're happy because, in a certain way, it's like you're paying off your debt. So so what we see here is that it that what we're learning here is that all suffering that comes from us, to us, to the Jewish people, everything, every little thing, even if you break a nail from your pinky, really everything comes from God. Everything is decreed. So when you see your life in this way, your suffering doesn't mean you're not going to suffer Anyways, you're gonna suffer because pain is pain and you're gonna suffer it, but at least you're gonna understand that there's something behind it. It's like when you're, you're sick, God forbid, and you have to take an antibiotic and the antibiotic makes you feel very bad and it opens a hole in your stomach and you can't eat and, and, you're, and maybe you get a rash and you're getting all these side effects from the antibiotic yes, you're suffering, but at the end, you know this medicine is really curing you, it's taking away the disease. So the same way Galut has to be seen in this way, all suffering has to be seen in this way. And we see from here that uh, that Rabbi Eisenberger, Rabbi Benjamin Eisenberger, he tells us in his book, uh, Likrat Shabbat, he tells us that uh, everything even the most common and natural things in life like a cold or, or anything that for you would be like random everything is total, totally unnatural like it's not natural we should not be suffering we should not be having colds we should not have pain in our lives it is not a natural state of, of humanity the, the natural state of humanity is no suffering, no pain, no wars, no no disease, no poverty. This is the this is how Hashem envisioned the world from the beginning of creation. This was what it was meant to be. But because Adam and Eve uh, committed the sin of eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil before the time they were given. They, they had to wait three hours, and in reality, they, they ate it right away, right before Shabbat began. Because of this, we came down into exile. This was the first exile, really. They were thrown away from the Garden of Eden, from a Gan Eden, and they were put in a place of pain and suffering. So, it is not our natural way. We have to understand, it's not natural. And the natural thing for us would be to have a world of peace and love and, and well-being. So. So it says here in the in the in the in the in the parasha, you have chosen us from among all the nations, loved us, and preferred us. For um, uh, uh, for uh, Hashem, there should be no trouble for the Jewish people because this is this is what it is. He has chosen us from among all the nations, uh, loved us, and preferred us. So rather. Uh, Rabbi Eisenberger says he suggests anything that we suffer is not natural for hardship and pain can never be the natural lot of of the people of God in fact for Am Israel nothing short of beautiful healthy wealthy life can be considered natural or acceptable so we can always understand them. The same way that David, Hameleth, King David, understood his troubles when he sang to HaKadosh Baruch When he is fleeing from his son that wants to kill him, he's, he's not lamenting, he's singing. He's, he's giving a song to Hashem because he realizes that this is he's paying a adept. Whatever his suffering is really, it's cleansing him, it's connecting him to God. It's an opportunity of growth. It's an opportunity for him to become the best King David there can be in the world. And uh, yes, suffering—he uh, was suffering while he was chased. Yes, I'd love for things to be easier, simpler, smoother, and calmer. But at the end of the day, I understand that this is uh, Hashem's love for me, in order for me to be able to get out of Galut, so I can get out of this exile. So, so there's um, so there's an example here that the, he gives. Uh, He says, imagine that there's a mother who has learned that her son has to go through a very difficult surgery, and uh, it's gonna be very long and very risky, and this mother is very anxious, she's very scared, and and she, and she says i'm sorry I'm, i cannot let my son go through that surgery because i don't think i could survive it i would not be able to sit through those long hours and survive the anguish of knowing that my son is being in uh, operated on and so they had to call a social worker and the social worker came and spoke with the mother and calmed her down and was and and really it made her see, like, yes, he has to go through this. It's gonna be very hard, but he's gonna get out of it, and he's gonna be well. And you have to just hold on and be able to to sit down and wait till your son comes out of it, and and you have to know that he's gonna be okay for the rest of his life. So this. Uh, this social worker sits with her life with her with the mother and she helps her get through it and uh until the boy comes out from the surgery and it's very successful so it says that the same way the purpose of exile the purpose of galut it's like that surgery and Hashem is sitting in there in the waiting room, waiting for us to come out of it. He's like our father. He's a father in heaven, Avino Malkeinu. And he is there. He's a, our father, our king. He's sitting through this long galut, this long exile. And he's there waiting for us to come through it. And, and he's suffering with us. He suffers with us. He's, he's in pain also. So it says here that, that's what happened to the Jews exactly 210 years of, ex, of, of uh, slavery in Egypt. It was like this long long operation and Hashem had to wait for us to be able to, to come out of it. It's not that Hashem left us in Egypt for 210 years and he forgot about us. He never forgot about us. He knew he had to leave us there so the Jewish people could become the Jewish people. If we wouldn't have been 210 years in Egypt as slaves, with that experience in our lives, we would have never been able to become the Jewish people, get out of there, go to Matan Torah, receive a Torah. We had to be slaves to to understand what it means to be connected to Hashem. So it was the making of the Jewish people. So it says here that with this, we can understand that every challenge or type of, of, of test that we must experience in our in our personal lives is really it's really making us the people that we are supposed to become. And and when we're going through a hard time, we have to understand this. It, it, just put it in your head. It's the making of Margie. it's the making of of of, of Hana, it's the making of Haim, it's the making of you. It's anything that you're going through is really making the person you should be it's taking out the best of you sadly many people don't see life in this way in this light they don't they don't appreciate it and we should never never god forbid ask for challenges and tests in our life we should only pray for goodness in our life we should only pray that hashem should make us how we should be that Give us good health and abundant parnasa, and joy from our children and clarity of mind in our lives. Please make us the way we should be and not ask for for challenges in our lives. We should never ask for them. But nevertheless, while we're in this Galut, we are going to experience these challenges. And let Hashem know which ones are the ones that are good for us but we should always pray that we should not be challenged it's, it's a paradox but when we are challenged we should know that really it's you in the making it's, it's Hashem is making you to be the best that you can be and because of this there should be a certain joy within that you know that you're being worked on to become the most beautiful person that you can become. You know, a diamond has to go through so much polishing. The poor rock, when, when they bring it out of the cave, it's nothing to, to do with the diamond they sell in the store. It's, it's a rock and it has to be polished and polished and polished and, 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 and worked on and worked on. It's painful for that rock. But at the end of the day, that rock becomes a diamond and it's worth, worth so much more. So may Hashem grant us good health and joy. May we see the good in everything in our lives. May we not suffer ever that our life is like King David. We should always be singing to Hashem with goodness, with praises, with gratitude in, in our lives. And in this way, we will live a little higher. So have a great week. Remember, live a little higher. Thank you.